Are you a motherless daughter? What if we told you we have 20 years worth of truth treasures, pearls of wisdom, and diamonds of hope to help you with your mother loss? We do, and we share all things mother loss on Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, a podcast by the Motherless Daughters Ministry. Give yourself some self-care and listen as we discuss grief, regret, anger, redemption, closure, and so much more. Hi, welcome to episode number 49. I'm Gladys Bell, your host for today. And in this episode, The Long Road to Forgiveness, we'd like to welcome Chris Fisher, one of our blog writers, as she speaks on a very important topic for all of us. Forgiveness is often a journey, not a one-and-done kind of experience. It involves our own hearts and sin, patterns of behavior learned, and is quite simply a difficult pill to swallow, as the old saying goes. Forgiveness, especially for a motherless daughter, of an emotionally absent or narcissistic mother can be a lifelong journey for some. I am grateful that we serve a loving God who forgives us our own sinful hearts and ways and that through whom we are empowered to forgive others. Join me now to hear Chris, a wife, mother, friend, and motherless daughter as she vulnerably shares about her journey on the long road to forgiveness. I've been making peace with my mom one little step at a time for many years. A while back, though, I realized I've become stuck, vacillating between being angry at her and accepting her as she is. Frankly, I felt like I could not repeat this cycle anymore. I was simply sick of the energy it takes for me. A friend explained kairos moments to me. Kairos is a Greek word meaning opportune time. At a kairos moment, we have the opportunity to make a change that will bring us more in line with the life God is intending for us. But when you keep hitting the same bump in the road, the same kairos moment, she told me, it often means there is a need for repentance. I felt my guard go up at the word repentance. Because while I'm certainly far from where I'd like to be in my life as a believer, I truly didn't know of anything I needed to repent of when it came to my relationship with my mother. Still, whenever my guard goes up that way, there's always something deep within me that makes me want to run and hide and experience has proven these moments to be moments when God has something for me to learn. I found myself praying that night, okay, God, let's just get on with this. What do I need to know, to learn, to do? He gave me the answer, forgiveness. Again? I wind back at him. I wish I could simply study the concept for it to become absorbed into my personality. But forgiveness, I know now, is a process. And it's proving to be a long road. Over the next several months, holiday months, as it turned out, I walked on that winding road of forgiveness. At Thanksgiving, I opened myself to soaking in my extended family. Instead of focusing on protecting my own family from negative comments or possible disagreements over parenting styles, I sat and asked questions about my parents' and siblings' lives. I listened. 
I enjoyed my extended family. Over the Christmas holiday, my parents began making arrangements to drive the four hours to visit my family and planned to stay three days. On the day they arrived, I cleared my calendar as much as possible so we'd have plenty of time to spend together. They arrived just as my sons were finishing kindergarten and preschool for the day. I wanted my mom to see that my older son had learned to read since she'd last seen him. Despite his ADHD and other special needs, he was proving to do well in school and was well-liked in his class. My younger son was writing his name now and had become much less shy around strangers. I was so proud of both my sons. Unfortunately, after only six hours with us, my parents left for their four-hour drive home. I could see it coming. It became clear, little by little, in the short time they spent with us. As my son read his book aloud to Grandma, he grew distracted between pages, starting unrelated conversations with her, or leaving the room to see what his brother was doing. As I used the techniques I've learned to regain his attention and focus, I saw her shut down, disapproval in her expression, as she stared out the window into our backyard. When my son leaned heavily onto his grandfather's arms to look at the dinosaur book Grandpa had been reading to himself, I saw my father push him away with a gruff, move over. When my son asked, Grandpa, will you play with me? I watched to see my dad's reaction. My father stood up and walked outside, ignoring my son. By the time my two daughters returned home from school and my husband from work, my parents were ready to eat a quick dinner with us and get on the road to the hotel. They told us that they decided to get home before lunch the next day, and that it made more sense to get a hotel somewhere on the way home instead of nearby us. I was not surprised. I was, however, hurt again. My husband took the kids out for a while so I could have time for a private cry. As soon as the minivan left the driveway, I ran to our bathroom and knelt on the floor, sobbing explosively. Lord, why? This was their idea. They say they want to be with us, and when they are, they can't wait to get away. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Even during my crying, I wondered exactly what it is that I hate. The best answer I could come up with? Rejection. The next day, my mom called to tell me that they had made it home safely. Sensing some openness on her part, I commented on what a a short visit had been for such a long drive and asked what I had been wanting to ask for a very long time. Don't you like us? After a pause, she assured me that they love us. But I'll be honest with you, she said. Your son upsets me. He doesn't need to act like that. We had an honest but polite conversation about ADHD and how it presents itself in my son's case. She affirmed their decision to keep their visits with us short from this point on. And I thanked her for at least telling me how she felt. That night, I climbed into bed early, exhausted from rerunning the conversation in my mind throughout the day. Slipping way down under the covers and curling in a fetal position, I asked my father, why is this happening? I thought I forgave her. Why can't she love us as we are? Why do I have to feel hurt all over again? 
I knew the answer from him immediately. Seventy times, seven times, I will need to forgive her. And in the process of this forgiveness that is ongoing and not the one and done that I imagined it would be, I will be healed. The healing I realize now will also be ongoing and not the one and done that I want it to be. Frankly, this was not the news I wanted, but it felt true to the depth of me. This is the type of forgiveness Jesus knew and did and taught. And while I'm slower than I want to be in seeing his footprints, I know that it is only his footprints in which I want to walk. This kind of forgiveness, therefore, is what I want to know, to learn, and to do. And I must continue walking that long and winding road with Jesus beside me. The Motherless Daughters Ministry offers a class called Road to Forgiveness. And while I haven't attended it myself, I've heard wonderful things about it. It's something you should check out. It's information about it's available on their website. What I would say to the woman who wrote this today, about eight, nine years after I wrote it, I would say the most important thing is to not give up. Forgiveness is so hard and we want it. We want to get to the point where we're, we're, we've reached that end point where we have forgiven, but we can say we forgive, but the process goes on so much longer. I would say, don't give up. Keep going. I know now that after I truly reached the point of forgiveness with my mother, which took several years, well, actually 35, (laughs) it took that long. But, you know, the Lord had me reach that point just when I started losing my mother. And so when she was dying and after she died, I didn't have any regrets because I had already worked through that forgiveness with her. So don't give up. Keep going. Give yourself grace. Forgiveness, in my experience, is often two steps forward and one step back. Give yourself grace and keep going. And I'd also say, pay attention to those repeated bumps in the road. When you experience something hard and then later you experience that same thing, and a while later you experience it again, often those are the times that are that that there's a kairos moment there's an opportunity there you just have to take it and not just take it but you got to hang in there keep going don't give up on you we're going to take a short break to tell you about an opportunity and then we'll come right back to the podcast you have a powerful story to tell And I want you to know your story will resonate with so many in our listening community. Podcasts provide us with opportunities to connect with others, fostering a sense of personal connection through the power and intimacy of one's voice. They can provide an escape, a touch point with the world outside, and a sense of community, and not just for the listeners. If you would like to be featured as a nurturing voice of experience in one of our upcoming podcasts, please let us know. Visit MotherlessDaughtersMinistry.com today. Forgiveness. Oh my, what a true gift to which we have access from the Lord. Do you have something that you're holding on to so tightly it is squeezing every ounce of energy and joy from your life? 
Are you making up assumptions in your head, then placing them in your heart where they are free to roam around and destroy? Or are you replaying the same stories over and over, creating more pain and hardness in your spirit? I hope that you're able to see by Chris's story how she bravely stepped into her own pain and yet let go of it enough to ask the offender a very vulnerably courageous question from the deepest part of her heart. Her question, asked kindly but directly, Don't you like us? opened the door to the heart of a mother for her child. And her mother was given the opportunity to be open enough to answer. Chris then had to accept both the love that was spoken and the boundary that her mother set. It was not easy. It was not the first time this pain occurred. But honoring her mother's boundary, painful though it was, gave Chris the freedom to keep walking down that, quote, long road to forgiveness, unquote. Chris then had a choice to make for her own heart and she knew that she wasn't alone in the journey. Jesus was with her. The Motherless Daughters Ministry has several offerings that build upon and support you in this topic of forgiveness. We are particularly excited to share with you a new Bible study, quote, Good Boundaries and Goodbyes, unquote, being led by one of our fully trained and certified facilitators. If you are ready to journey in both a biblical study a book, and within a community of other motherless daughters, then you won't want to miss this. For this and other classes and support groups, please go to the website and check out our offerings under the services tab. If you are in need of more nurturing words, we encourage you to listen to our other episodes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can join us next time. We don't want to miss you. We have many motherless daughter resources on our website at www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel and Facebook at Motherless Daughters Ministry, where you will find support from over 10,000 women. We hope you'll come visit us and we look forward to joining us next time.